Okay, what are we gonna run now? Yo, double reverse, I'll take it. Why don't you just play quarterback, Jermaine? I ain't seen you do no end zone dancing, Marvell. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are back. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's the Fantasy Football Junkies podcast. My name is Bonzi. We are joined by Kalna and Spanky, your normal week-to-week host. And uh, we, are, we got a special guest here, Eric Pedigo from Fantasy Football 101 on Sunday mornings, live Sports Radio 1450 where they take all of your calls and give you guys the advice you need the day of Sunday, the day of uh, most of the matchups. Eric, thanks for being here, buddy. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thanks for having me in. I appreciate you guys uh, inviting me to sit in today. Yeah, sounds good. And, and and you sound really good. And I'm glad you're on the microphone. And Spanky, name that movie, bud. Oh, that's easy. That's Wildcats. That's a classic. I love it, man. you doing no end zone dancing, Marvel. <laughs> You know, I forget Woody Harrelson was in that movie. I don't know that Probably I've ever seen Probably one of the first that. ones. You've not seen Wildcats? I don't know that I have. Oh, my God. Maybe he, have. He can no, you can no longer host a fancy football show, dude. Right. Don't, I mean, are, are, you, are you Facebook Live right now? See ya. Yep. Oh, dude. Wrapping you you got to go. You got to shut it off. And right. get, especially before I say something bad about one of your co-hosts again. That's not good. <laughs> You hey, can leave that one on. Hey, man, Kyle Stark's a good guy. No, I would never say anything about that guy. Yeah. Uh, Kalna, what's going on, man? Happy Thursday, bud. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Coughs cleared up. Everything's good to go. The emphysema's gone. <laughs> nice, nice. All right, guys, look, so this is regular season week number one. Um, pretty much every week we're going to stick to the same format the same outline. We're going to start off every show with a stardom or sit'em segment, which people can submit their questions. They can uh, message us on Facebook. They can text us. Uh, they can do it however you want to get a hold of us. The best way to do it, though, is on the Fantasy Football Junkies podcast page um, and, and ask, hey, man, do we start this guy? Do we start this guy? Do we sit this guy? Who do you think? You know, uh, And this is going to be the, the big bulk, hopefully, part of our show as we move on. Um, and then uh, Kalna is going to be doing a Thursday night football focus that's going to be targeting because I don't think Thursday night football gets talked about enough. I really, really don't. Everyone's focusing on Sunday, 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 and and a little bit on Monday. But then Thursday night football, there you can find some diamonds in the rough on Thursday night football, especially um, with with some splash starters. I mean, it could be it could be interesting. So Kalna is going to do that. Then we'll get to our biggest booms and busts every week. We're going to give you one for each position, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, flex position. Uh, and, and hopefully these are going to be like some deeper sleepers that you guys can can put in your lineup. <clears throat> not necessarily saying they're going to be like the number one quarterback, number one, but these guys are going to be people that you might not know what that you can put in your lineup and start. Or maybe they're like this one, my, my, my bust for this week at running back, he's on my team and he's still, I, I feel like he could be, he, he could be a big bust this week and. I'm not excited about him putting him as a bust. And then waiver wire injuries. You always want to talk about that every single week. You know, who are those players that you can pick up? Who are those ones that are on, especially week one? There's a lot of players, I think, that are still out there. And then the injury uh, update, we'll try to give you the best injury update with our friend Dr. Morse, who is a fantasy doctor and is on NFL Network. He's on Twitter all over the place. He's the fantasy guru uh, host uh, of of the Fantasy Doctors podcast. Does a great job, and we'll try to get you some updates on that. And then we wrap it up with the spank box, and that's Spanky's segment where he can just, you know, bitch, moan, and groan about whatever he feels like he needs to that week. 
hey, I'm going to be gone, right? For the, I need to know who this bust guy is in your lineup. <clears throat> well, you're going to have to listen to the podcast after Unreal. you leave. You're going to have to go. Un- I can't give it to you, man. Okay. Just like I listen to your Fantasy Football 101, yeah. and I help you out with your show every Sunday, I Eric Pedigo. How many years is it now for you in Fantasy Football 101? So, this is my 15th season on this show. Do you believe that? You started this show 17 seasons ago. Yeah. And so you did it two years, um, handed it over to Stark, actually, and then Stark called me up because Stark and I have been friends since we were like seven years old. Right. And we did all the broadcasting and communication stuff right. together in high school. And um, so he called me up, knew I was a big fantasy guy. He's like, hey, you want to come do this fantasy football one-on-one show with yeah. me? And, dude, I had been listening to your show and calling in Right. Since the beginning. Right. right. So I was like, yeah, I love that show, man. Let me in. Yeah. And so jumped in. Uh, he was like, might use you a few times this year. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So after one week, I got a call that was like, hey, come back every week. Right. And then it wasn't but a few years until I. And tor- it's been better ever since. Until, you've I, been until there. I totally took over. Yeah, yeah. Since you've been there, it's been better yeah, ever yeah. since. Better than I ever did. Um, it was actually the very first fantasy football call in talk radio show. Um, and that was what I wanted to do because, you know. Within your with within our league, and I'm sure it's yeah. the same way with yours. You have buddies that send text messages. Hey, who should I start? Who should I not start? And then you, yes. you, you, you you argue about it. You talk about it. You talk a lot of smack. Um, I think we brought a lot of smack talk those first two years. You know, um, and that's what I used it for. Kind of was my ability to talk smack about my buddies back in St. Louis, who are on the phone with us right now, Spanky and Kalna. But um, your your show is great for the immediate call in. People want to yes. call in. Get opinions, get comments, get answers. You guys are good at that, and um, I appreciate you still doing that. Hey, man, no, thank you. I appreciate you, uh, you know, stepping down so I can jump in. But <laughs> you're just lucky I lived what? 45 minutes away from Springfield. The, the drive was just too much, man. It was just killing me. I, and plus, I wasn't getting paid for it yet, and you are. See, so you're 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 making it better. Bit. Yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna re- I'm on a 50, 60 more years. I'll be able to maybe right, right. retire. Um, but. I think you touched on it's something special that we do because now that fantasy football podcasts are where it's at, right? I mean, every there's a ton of them out there. There's some good ones. There's some really bad ones. Um, you guys are entertaining. Well, thank you. Right, and Appreciate that's it. that's what makes it fun to listen to because there's a bunch of dorks out there doing podcasts, <laughs> and it's so hard to listen to, man. Right. Um, but what we do, we are on for like two hours right before kickoff on Sunday. A podcast can't replicate that, right? A right. podcast can't replicate, hey, last minute, I need to make up my right. mind. Who do I call? I mean, the you know, the fantasy focus and ESPN and recorded earlier in the week. Right, there's right, right. no so you can call us up. Right. And we give you like real time. There's the last minute injuries. The guy's oh, guy yeah. hurt himself and not playing today. So you get that from us, and there's no way a podcast can replicate that. Right. So it's uh we it's kind of a special thing. Right. And the one thing that, that your show on Fantasy Football, since he just bashed our podcast, guys, which is really you guys nice. Have a so, good one. so the one thing that he can't replicate is the three knowledge people that right here on, on this. <laughs> There's no way he's going to get the numbers. There's no way you're going to get the inside information. There's no way you're going to get Kay Adams and Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network to join you guys on Fantasy Football. I mean, we've 101. had Stefania Bell, whatever. Who's I mean, that? Yeah, who's right. That? I have no idea who that is. Yeah. I guarantee you everyone knows who the ladies are. Um, <laughs> speaking of ladies, I had a, a great uh, um, compliment from someone that, that is uh, a football mom on my son's team. And um, she said, you know what? She goes, this is my first year doing fantasy football. And your son told me about it and told my son about it. We've been listening. She goes, I drafted my entire team. She used all of our top 
uh, 10, top 12 uh, running back list and wide receiver list, Kalna. So, so that that's mostly props to you, Kalna, because you're the one who came up with those lists. So good job, buddy. I appreciate it. Tell her to send me a thank you card. Yes, I will. And she'll put some, some gift cards in there, too, for some cough drops. <laughs> so anyway, let's get started with week one, um, the Fantasy Football Junkies. And here it is. Start them or sit them. Again, you can send these questions in to us on the Fantasy Football Junkies page, and we will get back to you. We will message you. We will uh, give you some really good inside information. I know, Calna, you had a couple of great responses to some questions that were asked on the Facebook page. Aaron Gonzalez uh, sent in a message basically wanting to know, should he start Tom Brady or Russell Wilson? Calna, take that. Uh, well, I'd, I'd pretty much let him know. In my opinion, I think it's a, it's a no-brainer to start Tom Brady this week. Tonight's game is a literally a treasure trove for fantasy football. It should Vegas has the line at fifty one and a half, and it just seems like no matter what, for sure the Buccaneers side is going to produce some points because Dallas's defense is ragged. It's Dak's first game back since injury, so I mean I really think that Tom Brady over Russell Wilson this week because of the matchup alone. It's just it's going to be an explosive. I'm so excited because I'm a Cowboys fan that I almost feel nauseous right now. Well, that's okay. Yeah, I know you do. I know you do. Antonio Brown or Jerry, uh, who was the other guy? It was uh, Antonio Brown or, or Jerry Judy? Jerry what Judy. It? Yeah, so who did you say? I, I, well, right see, I asked him. Uh, he didn't respond, but <clears throat> I asked him if it was, uh, uh, if they had, if he had them both in the same team. And no matter what, I would start Antonio Brown, too, even though he's a number three receiver. Last year, after he got to Tampa Bay, he became Tom Brady's favorite target. He led their team in targets. He averaged over 14 points. <laughs> of fantasy uh, for the rest of the year. And I just think Tom Brady loves him. He had a whole offseason and training camp to get used to more of the offense. And after the bye week, and they got kind of in the gel last year, Tampa did, to the run of the Super Bowl, Tom Brady would have been on pace for over 500 or 5,000 yards in the season of 48 touchdowns. So I just think they're a great uh, it's a great deal. Judy's playing the Giants, and I just don't see that being a high-scoring affair. So if you got your Buccaneers tonight, I'd be starting them. Very good. Mandy Marie actually sent an email in uh, Fantasy Football Junkies podcast at gmail.com. Uh, she wanted to know, Spanky, I'll let you take this one. Dak or Kyler? Who do you start uh, this week? Dak or Kyler? Well, it's kind of, uh, you're kind of going right into my bus part of it because what I'm going to have to say is, is Kyler, but that's obviously because coming later on, I got Dak on my bus list, but. Um, I, I think you got to go Kyler Murray myself, but, right. but hey, and I don't. I hate to go off script here, but I think it, it's important. And I I want to get your guys' feedback really quick. So if you guys are starting guys on on a Thursday night and you don't get the points that you feel that you should have gotten or that you were kind of expecting from your superstars, will that make your make your guys' line? Will you adjust your lineup based off of what you did or didn't get? On those Thursday night games, yeah, Eric Pettigo sitting here shaking his head. Go ahead, real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do for sure. Right, if I've got a, um, if I've got like a boomer bust home run hitter on my bench, maybe like a Sammy Watkins or something like that, I may play him in favor of like a safe play if if I don't get the performance I need on Thursday because I know. Listen, I'm I'm already let down on this end. So if I put out a guy who's going to get me, you know, twelve to fifteen points, that's not going to help me win. So I might as well put in a guy that could go off for like 30 to hopefully compensate yeah. for that. So, yeah, no, I'll definitely adjust my lineup on a Sunday 
if my Thursday night guy doesn't doesn't do what he's supposed to do. I think it also depends though too how many flex positions you have too. You know sure. because I don't think it's going to mess with your 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 top starters. Yeah. You know I mean I, you know don't don't think too much into it. You know don't let it scare you too much. But I think it, depending on your flex, I mean the flex positions for sure it definitely affects that. So you should definitely should spend some time doing some research on that. Scott Flanagan guys and Kalna, um, I'm going to let uh, Pedigo take this one real quick. Uh, he has a question here, and I think this is a no-brainer, but I might be wrong. But he wanted to know if he's going to start Pittman Jr. or Higgins, both wide receivers, uh, Pittman in Indianapolis, of course, Higgins in Cincinnati. Who do you start? Higgins. I think it's a no-brainer. Yeah. I don't yeah, even know absolutely. why you asked that question. Well, you asked that question because T.Y. Hilton's out. Um, I think Pittman is supposed to be potentially the number one in Indy, but yeah, I think you have to. Higgins' upside is sick. Right, right. We've seen it from Higgins right. already. Right. You know what I mean? We need to see it from Pittman. Right. So I always tell people when they call in with questions like that, hey, let's see it first. Yeah. Right? right. You know what? probably what you're going to get with Higgins. Right. Play that. That guy's right. going to produce. And then, Kalna, <clears throat> you also answered this question on our Fantasy Football Junkies Facebook page. Freedom High Hill sent in the uh, the question, out of uh, these three wide receivers, who do you start? Kalna, I kind of thought this was a no-brainer, too. Uh, Odell Beckham, uh, Mike Williams, or uh, Antonio Brown, or was it AJ Brown? I'm sorry, was it was it Antonio Brown or AJ Brown? Boy, if it was AJ Brown, <clears throat> I, I answered the question wrong. I just took it for granted that it was Antonio Brown. Okay, yeah. So, and 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 so tell tell everybody what you said. Well, I, I think, in my opinion, you just stay away from Odell Beckham to start the season. He's been banged up a little. I think he needs to get his feet wet. Even though they're playing Kansas City, they're going to have to throw the ball a lot probably to keep up with them. But they are still a run-first team. So probably in that first half, they're still going to run the ball a lot. But Odell, I think he's seen his best days are behind him. And the second receiver, I've already forgotten. Who was that? It was uh, Williams. Oh, yeah, Williams. That that, that affair doesn't seem to really interest me in high scoring. I just love tonight's matchup. It just seems like... I, I'm, I'm repeating myself, but Antonio Brown, they said, looks like he's five years younger, like he did five years ago. And if you remember, that was one of his best seasons. He said he has that extra burst again. Right. And apparently his head's back, uh, his head's right again. All so right, we'll see about Antonio that. Brown tonight yeah. looks great. Yeah, we will see about that. All right, now, start him or sit him. Um, Eric Pettigo has a couple of questions for us, fellas, and um, we'll, we'll, we'll take a, his, and, and hopefully we give him the right answer. At least one of us does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, my leagues, we, we have a lot of flex positions, and it's all full-point PPR, which I I always play that way, and I always ask my callers, too, hey, because they'll just throw a question out there. And I'm like, well, give me your format, right? That makes a difference. So one league, I've got Emmanuel Sanders, Devontae Parker, Sterling Shepard. I'll take it, I guess. Uh, yeah, somebody. Honestly, I think Miami's uh... – I think the, the the passing game of Miami is going to improve. They're they're they've got all three wide out. Devonte Parker's been one of my favorites. I think that he would be the one to choose over those two others this week. I like their matchup. I just like he'd go up and get it as long as and two is comfortable with them. So bringing in the other guys to me doesn't seem to uh, help that much. All right, for, what, for, what's the ahead. next one? Um, next one I've got a Hollywood Brown. Javante Williams, wide, re- wide receiver versus running back Whoa. for a flex. Yep, and it's a PPR. PPR. Yep. <clears throat> well, I mean, I'm guilty, and Spanky, I think you might be guilty of this too. If you're in a PPR, 
I always go with that wide receiver. Okay. You know, I always, you know, especially when it's something kind of a toss up. It's you pretty know what close, I mean? man. It is pretty close. But I, but, but in our league, you know, this 10 man league, everyone's pretty respectable. The teams are pretty even. Right. It could come down. It, it literally does. And maybe not in your leagues, it doesn't. But I mean, it literally comes down to maybe a point or two. Oh, sure. And so I always wonder, man. If he gets one more target, he gets two more targets, I'm always going to go with the wide receiver in that situation. Spanky, what do you think? I agree with that. About 99% of that is is accurate because you're looking for opportunity, you know, coming out of a flex position. And, and unless you have a, a Kareem Hunt, something like that, or a, a running Deke, or a Zeke out of the backfield, 99%, you're probably going to find a wide receiver that's going to get more targets than – um, so I, I would probably agree with that as far as a wide receiver in a flex spot. All right, what's your third one? Third one, I got Josh Jacobs, oh, oh. Gus Edwards, <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. Okay, I can't touch this one, guys, because I, you know I actually I almost put Josh Jacobs down as one of my biggest busts this week. I, no, but I, he, he's on three of my teams, right? So I have to start him. So count. Go ahead, dude. I know you want to bash me on this. I. This one is one I would shy away from, even though it's a full point to PPR, because like I said, I don't trust Odell Beckham, especially this week. <laughs> i got to play somebody. I can't just... Josh Jacobs, uh, probably, even though it's PPR, he isn't going to get a lot of balls out. I think they'll be playing from behind, but I think he's your safest safest bet to score possibly a touchdown. But then you get Gus that well, I'm really honestly think about this. I I would have to choose Josh Jacobs, or I mean, uh, actually... Gus Edwards, because <laughs> Gus Edwards, I think Ravens are going to be playing with the lead. They're going to probably start running the ball, even though Lamar does take away from things. Who did you choose, if I may ask? Uh, as of right now, Jacobs is in the lineup, but it's just because that's how the draft went, right? So I haven't really adjusted the lineup. But when I drafted, he was drafted as the flex position. This was a league where people were kind of sleeping. The J.K. Dobbins injury had happened like that day. And I, I saw that nobody was getting still in the on the site rankings, like really right, low. Right, right. So I, I grabbed Gus Edwards like late. You know, it, you never get a number one running back late in the draft, right, but never. I got him late. So, you know, I, I was kind of leaning Edwards too, but I mean, Jacob's still number one running back. I know, back, man. I know. And so, Jay, I, again, I've, I'm, I have to start. Jacob's, yeah. I mean, in one league, I took him, I think, in the sixth or was, was it the sixth or seventh round that I snagged him from? Probably the seventh. I don't remember, but I know you took him literally two picks before me, and I was <laughs> right. all messed up. Yeah. So I was big, and I was really high on Josh Jacobs. Uh, you know, uh, going into the draft is is a number two guy, but this Edwards man, I'm telling you, dude, he gets a lot of goal line chances, and yep. that's the one thing that I. But but so does Jacobs, you know. And so I, I'm telling you, go Jacobs, just because I'm going Jacobs. <laughs> okay. All right? All right. All right, guys. Hey, that's Eric Pedigo from Fantasy Football 101. Dude, thank you so much for coming in and, yeah, and chatting with us. And, yeah. uh, you know, I listen and I watch every Sunday just to see how much uh, business you're giving to one of those Starks. And it's a lot of fun. And you're very, 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 very welcome that I had to give that up. How about yeah. that? Yeah. No, I appreciate it. Thanks, guys, for having me on. Yep. You got it. All right. Eric Pedigo is going to get out of here, guys. You can catch him on Sunday mornings, Fantasy Football 101, Sports Radio 1450. Uh, 9.30 is when they uh, kick off that, that that deal, okay? So let's flip the script and let's start talking about Thursday night football tonight. Uh, he's already talked about it. 
a ton how excited he is, how giddy he is for tonight's matchup because he is the Dallas Cowboys super fan on the phone right now. I'm sorry to tell you before we get started, Kalna, the Cowboys are going to get beat by 10, all right? We might make a side bet. We might make a side bet, all right, before uh, this, this podcast is over. But tonight's focus, I will agree with you here, it's a juicy, juicy, juicy fantasy football owners. Dream. It's gonna be. It, I hope it is because you know when we start saying that, guess what? The game's gonna be seven to six, and it's gonna. You know, we're gonna be like, oh man, this sucks. So I'm gonna turn the things over to you. You need to give us your Thursday night football focus. Here he is, everybody. The one, the only, Kalina. Goodness, goodness. Always gonna get that one in there. Tonight's game, man. The NFL knows how to market. They're starting off the season with America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, versus Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, last year's Super Bowl champions. Tom Brady is equally loved and equally hated. The Dallas Cowboys are equally loved and equally hated. So it's just the perfect game to, to just, you're going to be mag, you, you will draw yourself to a, to the screen like a moth to a, to a light bulb. I, I, I really can't. I'd like to just actually put into, be put into a coma, until about 6.30, freshen up, get my coughs out of the way, the smoking, and start watching that game because it will be amazing. I really believe it will. Uh, Dak is coming back. That is a very big concern as a Dallas Cowboy fan. It's his first live game action since last year when he, you know, if you saw that injury, it was horrifying. And I, from what I watched and what I've been reading, he says he's 100%. He looks very confident. And I believe... I think he can keep pace with Tom Brady's numbers tonight because they will have to throw the ball and probably be playing from behind. Like you said, there is a chance Tampa wins by 10 or more because of Dallas's defense. But all of the skilled players from both teams, I think you almost have to start the, well, I say all of them. The running back situation in Tampa Bay is unique in that it's basically a three-headed monster now. You have Fournette and Ronald Jones, 1A, 1B. And then you got Gennard, or Bernard, who's going to be the pass-catching back. And last year, I believe Tom Brady threw to his running backs over 120 times or 118, somewhere right around 120. And he should make a difference now for a third down back for them. Um, you got Mike Evans, who had 13 touchdowns last year, so he's their big red zone threat. You got Godwin from Tampa, who was banged up yesterday, but everybody's full. They're not without any question marks tonight. Everybody's good to go on Tampa. And then Antonio Brown, who I think you guys can tell I have some kind of a love affair going on with him. I, yeah, I yeah, really yeah. think he may end up with the highest uh, fantasy points for that team this year, and it's all said and done. Let me, hey, real I quick, even, Calna, can you mind if I, I jump in there about Godwin real quick? Because I've got Godwin on two of my teams, and, and, and you were right. You know, he People have been terrified of, of, of Godwin. You know, oh, my gosh, is, he, is, is this quad injury a big injury? Because he heard it before. And they wanted to know what type of injury it was. Was it a bruise or a strain? And if it was a strain and he played, that could be really bad. Uh, Dr. Morse, our fantasy doctor, has said that it's just a bruise. Chris Godwin should be as close to 100% for week one. So don't worry about that. Yeah, it was. A, I, I actually don't own him this year. Usually I have a piece of him, some on one of my teams, but... I don't have them, but the uh, same was Antonio Brown was a little banged up as opposed it was end up being a maintenance day. But going back to that lineup for Tampa, Gronk, 
if you have to start a tight end, he's not one of the you know he's not one of the big guys. He isn't going to put those type of numbers up. And last year during the postseason, he became a blocking tight end until the Super Bowl when he broke out. And I think that was by design. I think they lulled people to sleep in the regular postseason. And then when they got the Super Bowl, they opened it up. So he could really produce, uh, especially in the red zone. Even O.J. Howard in deeper leagues that you have to start a tight end is a consideration for Tampa Bay. But I believe suck up the kicker. You're going to have a lot of points scored, so he'll probably be in the mix. And Tampa's defense, I think, you st- even though Dallas might put up a lot of points, they're going to get to Zach probably. There will probably be some turnovers involved. Only thing I fear is the Super Bowl hangover. You hear it every every year. There's a Super Bowl hangover. But with a Tom Brady-led team, I don't know. I don't think you're going to have to worry about that. Now let's get to the real team that's playing tonight, America's team, a team that I've literally grown up on dying since. I mean, they they had to run in the 90s, and then it's been very slim picking since then. Like I said, Dak's coming off injury. He has a lot to prove. He signed that big contract. And when he was playing last year, his first four games, he put up 19 fantasy points, 47, 38, and 51. That's fantasy, bro. I mean, that is huge. He was on track to almost pass for 7,000 passing yards in the regular season. That would have busted the record by far. When also, along with that, when Dak is playing Zeke, Zeke succeeds. He had five he averaged about 20 fantasy points in the five games that Dak was in there last year. But after that, boy, I had him, I believe, in our league last year, and it was horrible. It was very tough to, to watch that. And he ended up getting some fumble problems. But he looks back. They say he's in better shape than ever. Again, I watched him on hard knocks. I'm not really impressed by his IQ, maybe, I would say. But, uh, I, I mean, just. It's just not impressive. Uh, he he was really nice to other teaching other running backs how to run the ball and, and little secrets, but I didn't get a lot of, of uh, confidence in his football IQ, maybe. But Zeke's must start. Obviously, he he I think he's good for twenty five fantasy points tonight. Cooper. A lot of people are sleeping on on Amari Cooper. They think that CD Lamb's the guy in Dallas now because he had a great breakout rookie year. Uh, Cooper was a little banged up in the preseason, but Cooper. I think is still the one A, and if you saw social media in the last couple of days, he's come out on his own, whatever reason, said he believes he's the best receiver in all of the NFL. Now, I you got to say that when you're an athlete, you got to believe in yourself, you got to have that confidence. That's why they're in the position they're in. But having said that, he's not the best, but he, I really still believe he's one A on Dallas, and CD Lamb is one B. Dak loves Amari. There's that veteran kind of relationship, I think you'll still see Amari Cooper succeed tonight and for the rest of the season. C.D. Lamb's a must-start. He's unbelievably athletic. He can go up and get it, make circus catches. He's got that breakaway speed. And here's a guy that I get made fun of by our own friend, Mike Mays, for liking is Michael Gallup. Last year he had a rough year. Dak wasn't there most of the year. But Michael Gallup is not a bad flex option if you're in a deep league. Now, I wouldn't start him in a 10-man league, but in a 12-man league or deeper, he's not a bad flex option. Because this year, instead of just lining up in one spot, he's going to be lined up for matchups, they say, that he's not going to just be that one side of the football. He's going to be all over the place. So that should open things up for him. In deep deep leagues, Blake Jarwin's their tight end. And if, like I said, you're in a deep league. I'd say more than 12 teams. 
that's somebody you can start because he is in the red zone tonight. He's a big body, and Dak's going to need some security blanket with that Tampa Bay pass rush coming at him all night. And then you probably start Greg the leg because there's going to be a lot of points scored, and he's still got that leg. Greg Zerline wouldn't be a bad one. But like I said, it's 51.5 over-under. I see it going over that. I don't like the idea that Tampa's favored by eight. It honestly ticks me off. It's a disrespect to the best franchise in NFL history. But we will see, and I don't think anyone should bother me tonight during the game. Text me, call me, anything. I will be very focused and probably be close, close to going to the hospital with a blood pressure attack. All right. Well, we're we're going to have to give Thursday Night Football Focus its own segment. We're going to have to do a whole new podcast on that because I think it just took up all the time we had there. Good job, though, Count. That was a lot of great information, though, buddy. And and uh, I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying, but when we get to our biggest booms and busts here in just a bit, I, I hate to bring Zeke's name up uh, in the bust category because I've got him on two of my teams. And so I, I'll, I'll tell you why he could be a possible bust tonight. But what I think I'm going to do after the Thursday night football focus that Kalna does, just to throw it to Spank real quick so you can have some fun, I just came up with this little idea right here, right now. Spanky, all I want for you to say is faux show or hell no. Okay? Yep. Obviously, faux show means yes, you think this is going to happen. Hail no, you think no, it's not going to happen. Okay? And I'm saying hail, like, like the hail that falls from the skies, people. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Zeke scores two touchdowns and goes over 100 yards. Hell no. <laughs> Dak throws two touchdowns and has over 200 yards. For sure. Calendar, you're not a part of this. You're not a part of You be quiet. Yeah, you just had an hour of your own time, so calm down. All right. You ready, Spank? Yep. Dak throws two touchdowns, has over 200 yards. Oh, show. All right. Let's go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady, faux show or hell no. Tom Brady throws four touchdowns tonight. Faux show. <laughs> All right, and then last one. Faux show here, here, or here, hell here, no. Here's, here's no, no, why. no. Here, here's why. Here's what scares me, though. I, I want. I just wanted to derail it again because a lot, because Colin brought up a lot of good points, and he brought up about the NFL and marketing and, and this. I, I almost I'm scared though because they had one less preseason game. And I'm worried that this isn't going to live up to the hype. So that's why I have to hesitate a little bit on that. But it's Tom Brady week one. Yeah, you got to pick throw one. the Super Bowl hangover off of that. But yeah, don't be don't be the Michael Irvin and not follow directions on the on the show. OK, buddy, you got to follow directions and pick one. All right. How about that? Last, not my contract. Last one. Last one. Wide receiver Godwin. He catches three of those four touchdowns. Faux show. Oh, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> All right, there you go, man. That's a good – I like that segment. I like that. I like that. I like that. Well, you see what I'm saying, though, yeah, right? I yeah. mean, it's, it's, it's going to be – everybody's pumping this up as a 50-plus game, but I can see to where, where Brady comes yeah. out and does his thing, but I can also see the total flip side to that of with they haven't ironed everything out just yet. They're used to one more game. You know, and it's it, that's, and I know in the last preseason game they don't normally play anyway. Maybe a series, but I mean it's week one, yo. Week one, yo. Right. What's up? What's yeah. up? What's up with yep. the scenario? Yep. So you got to be excited. Oh my gosh, 
We don't have to keep using all those vowels after we're done with that. <laughs> all right, guys. Biggest booms and busts. All right. We're going to do this every every week. Um, there doesn't have to be a lot of explanation in this. This can just be a total shocker segment for people because I know when I get to my running backs, Kalna is going to freak out here. But I don't want you to freak out, Kalna, because I'm going to give you, I think, some good reasons why I have this running back here as my bust for this week. Okay, I'm just I'm kind of preparing myself, I think, for a big letdown tonight. Um, we're going to start off with the biggest booms. Okay, your biggest booms, and these are. Uh, People or, or, or players, I'm sorry, at positions that we think could have a good, good week that might not be in your lineup or players that you don't know about and you're thinking about starting. Um, we might agree on these. We might not agree on these. We, we might even have the same players at some of these positions, and that's okay. So for my biggest boom at quarterback this week, I've got Philadelphia quarterback Jalen Hurts. Falcons defense was bad against the opposing quarterbacks last season, and things might not improve much this year. Hurts enters this season with a revamped O-line and receiving core. He has a chance for a very, 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 very strong week one against Atlanta. He's got top five upside guys for week one. Hopefully we see plenty of running also from Hurts this week and beyond. You guys agree or disagree? Kalna? I agree. I, I don't think we know anything about Atlanta's team in general, how it's going to play out. But yeah, with Hertz's ability to run the ball last year, I think he would have been a top five fantasy quarterback on those three games he started if it averaged out for the whole year. So yeah, Jalen Hurts would be definitely someone I'd consider a boom tonight. Spanky, you like that? I could, I could, I could get on the same page with that, yes. All right, cool. What's your uh, biggest boom quarterback, Spanky? Who do you think it is? I went with the uh, just-to-prove-a-point type guy with, with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's going against the Saints. I almost feel like he wants to come out and say, hey, I'm still a top-caliber quarterback, and, and I thought it was a no-brainer for me to go with Rodgers <laughs> as my boom yep. quarterback. I agree. Calvin? I have Tom Brady. It hurts me to say it, but I just think, like you said, you know, they've, they've had less training camp, so the defenses are going to be a little rusty, too. Tom Brady, I don't think he can get rusty. So I think he's just going to have a very good fantasy game tonight, and it's probably going to be very frustrating for me to witness. You know, guys, I, I said this this morning, actually, on my uh, my morning mix show on 99.7 The Mix. I said this because, you know, I actually did a football segment because, I, I mean, there there are a ton of ladies that are into football, and we have to credit Tom Brady for that we really do I mean there you know the guy looks great uh probably smells great um and I and I said this this morning you know I I, we we loved to hate Tom Brady I think when he was a patriot now I just feel like I don't want this guy to ever stop playing I just don't want him to ever go to the Patriots or or the Cowboys just I mean because then I wouldn't be a fan of him. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of Tom Brady's. I just I, I like watching him play, and I like having him on my fantasy football team. So, uh, running back, your biggest boom at running back. I've got Chase Edmonds here, running back for Arizona. Uh, Cardinals typically don't lean heavily on their running backs. They they finished r- just below I think league, a- league average of 21 uh, running back rushes per game last year, and after being dead last in 2019, Edmonds though is the better guy to have on the field than James Conner, thanks to his receiving skills, too, especially if you're in a PPR. Expect him to lead the way in playing time and definitely count on him getting work in the passing game against the Titans. Edmonds figures to have an edge versus that man-to-man style. He can also get up uh, the field, too, get the yardage after the catch uh, against that heavy zone defense guarding against big passing plays and hurry-up offenses. How do you like that, Chase Edmonds, Spank? I think you dove deep for that one. I went with the obvious. 
I went with the obvious McCaffrey coming back. Hey, I was hurt. Yeah. Now I'm going to show you that I'm yeah. fully healthy. But, yeah, you, yeah. you go deep with that one. I like it. Kalna? I could get on Pedro. That wasn't somebody that I was targeting just because, honestly, I don't know how much James Conner is going to play a role in Arizona's offense. So there's, there's where I stand with that one. Okay, who's your boom? My boom... I had someone written down. I'm going to cross them off because I'd get made fun of. No, actually, the biggest boom to <laughs> no, me is Mostert. Leave him. Who is it? Mostert. Mostert <laughs> is the biggest boom. He he okay. he's playing a, the perfect game script against the lowly Detroit Lions. Okay. San Francisco loves to run it. I believe they're going to get up early and they're just going to establish the run. And Trey Sermon's even a deep flex for people. You could probably start both of those on the same team and see some success because San Francisco should run that ball a lot, especially in the second half. Yep, I like it. Wide receiver, my biggest boom this week is San Francisco wide receiver. I just like saying his name. Oh, Brandon Ayuk. Definitely over that hamstring injury. Bothered him toward the end of the preseason. He should be ready to go for week one. It's a plus matchup. You know, like you just said, the Lions uh, defense is just, I mean, I mean, they've got cornerback Jeff Okuda. Is that how you say his name? Okuda. Um, And he's a pretty good shutdown corner, but. AU could be a, a serious problem for this guy. Hopefully he picks up where he left last season. Uh, he had a 20 PPR points in his last five of six games. And so AU does share the ball a little bit with Kittle, Debo. Uh, but I like him as a, as a solid number two fantasy receiver this week. And AU, he could easily be a top 10 receiver in week one. Spank, what do you like? You like that? Uh, you, you, well, you threw the curveball there at the end. A uh, top 10. I, I don't know about that one. But I, I had to piggyback off of what Kalma said earlier about Antonio Brown. I'm kind of on that train, too. So Antonio Brown was my boom for this week. Nice. Kalma? Well, that's, I, I focused on Antonio. <clears throat> Excuse me. There we go. Antonio is my boom. Uh, he just seems like he's a number three. A lot of people don't think of him like he used to be. And he probably isn't quite as good as he used to be. But with Brady and Dallas's defense, I really see Antonio having over 100 yards receiving tonight and something like six to eight catches. All right, fair enough. And then my boom at running uh, flex position. This is a flex position. It could be a running back, wide receiver, tight end. My, you're gonna like, you're gonna love hearing this. All right, Spank. My boom at the flex position tonight is Cleveland Browns running back Kareem Hunt. Should be considered, actually, guys, a borderline. I would actually consider him a borderline starting running back in PPR leagues. He's going to be heavily involved, especially if the Chiefs, uh, you know, are out big time ahead. He scored at Kansas City in the divisional round of the playoffs with six carries at 32 yards. He also added the one catch for two yards. Nick Chubb uh, obviously is the starting running back in all leagues, but Hunt, I think, could have a huge game if the Browns need to be making that comeback there on the road. I know you like hearing that, Spank. I like hearing it because I have the same in my flex for a boom, but it goes against Everything that I just said earlier about in a flex position, unless you have a Kareem Hunt type player in that position, and I happen to so I happen to have him in my lineup in our Big Jelly Bean League uh, for you know this week. Yep. What do you got, Kellen? Uh, you can't go wrong. I, honestly, he'd probably be one of the best flexes just because of the matchup. I really believe that. It'll be it'll come down to the second half, and they will need him as the third down back, as the pass catching back. Last year, I had Nick Chubb, and uh, oftentimes when Cleveland would get down, 
he would disappear uh, even from early down. So Kareem Hunt is a very, very high ceiling flex play this week. Was he your biggest boom at flex? No, he was not. And this is this is going real deep, so it's kind of off script. I like Jacoby Myers from New England. I know it's not like it's not. He, he probably isn't going to produce as much as Kareem Hunt, but Jacoby Myers last year put up really good numbers with Cam Newton throwing the ball. If anybody watched Cam Newton throw the ball last year, it hurt to watch him throw. And he just could not get the ball downfield. He wasn't nearly as accurate. He runs the ball so much. But now they switch to a rookie. Obviously, they have tons of confidence in. And I believe Joe Kobe Myers will be his number one target. And I think that he's a, he's a very under-the-radar guy that you should feel comfortable in, in league starting him as a flex. I wouldn't, I wouldn't start him in our 10-man, but a 12-man, I would put him in a flex position. Now, the biggest bust, I think, is going to really, really uh, start some personal drama here. I think we might be going at each other's throats here because I think this is where the attacking could really happen. Um, but I'm telling you right now, I am not trying to get personal. I'm not trying to attack anybody here that's on this podcast. Maybe in our league, yes, but not... Not, not, not with you two guys. I'm not trying to start anything here, okay? And I'm, and I'm going to defend why I am saying these are going to be the biggest busts, I th- or, or they could be. All right, Look, quarterback for me was easy. I mean, actually, quarterback and wide receiver for me were pretty easy. The biggest bust this week. If you have these players on your team, you might want to think about doing something else. Might being the key word, okay? Because when I get to my running back. <laughs> I'm just I'm basically going to be talking out of the side of my mouth cuz I'm not listening to myself. Quarterback biggest bust I've got Big Ben. Pittsburgh Steelers seven road games last year. He averaged just 19 fantasy points per game including uh that trip to Buffalo in week 14 when he was uh 21 for 37, had 187 yards, two two TDs but you know he threw two interceptions, two only had 17 points. And hopefully he does better than that this week. But Pittsburgh's revamped offensive line is going to be tested against the Bills. I don't like the matchup. I don't like I don't I don't like him personally. I don't like him. So maybe I would start some stuff with him. But I would only be starting Roethlisberger. And that's again something that I talk about. Don't fall into those big names. You know you you're going to start that guy just because you know his name. Well, I'll tell you what. You don't know his name for all the right reasons. I'll tell you that right now. Don't start him unless you're in a two QB league or a super flex league. I, that that is my biggest bust at quarterback this week. Spank, uh, you 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 tied into it right there at the end. Who's really who's really starting him at this point? But I mean, I agree. But and and I preface I a lot of this stuff is going to seem contradictory. But like I I have a a bad feeling that Dak isn't right just yet. <laughs> so I had I I had Dak, and I, I could be totally wrong. But I just have a feeling he's not right yet, and that they may favors Zeke tonight, but I, I don't think that I don't think Dak is gonna be on his game and I think the whole game tonight is gonna be run through Zeke. Calna. I I agree with the Roethlisberger. I wouldn't unless you're in a two quarterback league, I wouldn't start him on the road. He's traditionally been a poor road quarterback most of his career. He he looks they say he's as healthy as he's ever been, but nah, I wouldn't start him as your number one quarterback. My bust at court uh well, back to Spanky. I believe no matter what you say, subconsciously deep down, <laughs> you, you you chose Dak because your your obsession with my obsession of loving the Cowboys has gotten to you. And I think if a psychologist analyzed that, that would point to your problem. <laughs> I think Dak looks good. Uh, I really do. I, you don't have I to defend Dak. Stop defending. Get to your bus. Let's go. You've already talked for three hours this show. Let's go. 
See, I'm, I'm getting – never mind. Already. <laughs> no, I, I honestly, know, though, Colin, for, for real, I, it honestly does it. And 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 for somebody that had that uh, deck last year and, and got hurt and got stung by that, I, I honestly want to see him bounce back. But it's it's just this game. I just want to see him do it again, back out there, playing against people in a, in a different jersey. That's what that's what I, I want to see him prove it. <laughs> oh I, it's not, it has nothing to do with your love for the Cowboys, a, a thousand percent. I just want to see Dak get a game under his belt first before we know that he's back. All right, since we're playing by uh, debate rules, I'll let Callan respond. You have 30 seconds, Callan, to respond to that. Go. I agree with Spanky. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your bust at quarterback, Callan? Joe Burrow from Cincinnati. They say he doesn't look confident. His injuries kind of, uh, they say he might not be over it psychologically. Vikings have revamped their secondary, so I think Joe Burrow has a chance to be a bust this week. You think more people start Joe Burrow than Ben Roethlisberger this week? Yes. Okay. In a 10-man? In a 10-man, they would probably not be starting Joe Burrow. I don't think, I don't have him ranked that high. But some people will. Maybe okay. someone from Cincinnati is listening to us tonight. All right. Very good. Running backs bust. Running back. This is a, and this is not a guarantee. And the only reason I have him on here is because, again, Kalina talked about it. Spanky's talked about it. This, the, the game tonight could be really, really fun, but it could also be really, really bad. Um, and I've got Ezekiel Elliott. As, and I've got him on two of my teams, and I'm starting him, okay? So I am still starting him, but he could be a big bust. I'm just trying to prepare people to be disappointed tonight. You know, again, odds are Elliot will play just fine. I keep having to remind myself that. But, and, and Kalna, you know, he, he, he knows a lot about the Dallas Cowboys. He, he knows a lot about the NFL, but he does know a lot about the Cowboys. The O-line is a liability against the Buccaneers' massive D-line beef. It just is. You might think the Cowboys can combat it by running Elliott to the outside, but nope, Buccaneers, they hold rushers to under four yards per carry between the tackles and the sidelines last year. There are also seven games in 2019-2020 where the Cowboys lost by eight or more points, and Elliott, listen to this, had fewer than 15 carries. And again, that was last year, and it was 19. Benching Elliott's going to take some guts. I'm not doing it, not to mention some really good backup running backs, which I don't have on my roster. But there is worry he may not score nor get enough work on the ground to fully return a startable performance. The only question I'm going to ask you, Kalna, do you think it's possible, okay, that Dak and Zeke both have a good game? Yes or no? And be be honest here. Don't be talking from your Dallas heart. I don't think that both of them are going to be – I don't think it's a chance for them to both have a great game. I think Dak's going to be the one that's going to have a great game and not Zeke. I'm just worried. I just think – the talent they possess, and the fact that it will be a shootout, they might not be the at their at their greatest because they're playing the competition they're playing, but they're still going to put up fantasy points. This is a fantasy show, and I still think they are very fantasy relevant. And there's a possibility that that, or especially Zeke, could bust, in my opinion, because Tampa gave up the least amount of rushing yards last year of any team by far. I think they only gave up twelve hundred, lower, little over twelve hundred rushing yards last year. So I, if you had to pick one, I would think that Zeke would be more of a chance to bust or at least underperform yeah. to what expectations are. But he still can catch the ball out of the backfield. They're going to yeah. have to dump it off to receivers. And listen, Tony Pollard is also good. And I'm not saying Zeke. I'm not saying Zeke's going to be a bust 
for the season. I'm just saying tonight versus the Buccaneers. I, I'm just preparing myself for it. Spanky, what about you? Who you have at your bust at running back? No, you're you're not you're not, you're starting Zeke and yes. end it there. But yes, no, I'm it, starting it, Zeke. It, I said that. How many times did I say? that? I know, I know, but don't get cute. But I, I I understand your point. I just think it's all going through Zeke tonight. But maybe that's because I have him somewhere else. But I, my bust it was actually uh, it kind of piggybacks off the, the Pittsburgh stuff. But Najee Harris, I I I kind of want to see what we got going on, and they're playing Buffalo, and I I, I think I, I think he's going up against a stiff defense, and I don't think that. Pittsburgh's going to be able to keep up with with um, with Buffalo, so Najee was my bust for Week One. Count who do you have at your bust? My bust, <laughs> I switched. <laughs> Told you, I have Swift from Detroit. Really, really? Give me Detroit running back because Swift they say might not be getting a full workload to opening week, but they're he's playing good. the Forty Nineers. Hey, he's back good. Count him. He's healthy, buddy. He's very good, and he is. They say he's healthy, but uh, the coach did say his conditioning's a little uh, needs to be improved on his conditioning. All right. But the Forty ers defense is great, and I believe Swift uh, would be a bust tonight. Okay, wide receiver bust. Here you go. It's a countless boy. I've got Kenny Galladay, New York Giants. Galladay, hopefully, is going to be fine following this big hamstring injury. Kept him out most of August, but he missed big time practice. And when you've got a uh, new quarterback, all right, <laughs> and you miss all the reps. With your new quarterback, Daniel Jones, all right, you now have to face a tough reality that you are facing probably one of the toughest secondaries in Denver. Of course, you've got Kyle Fuller, Ronald Darby, Patrick Sertain, the second. And I, you know, I'd rather see Galladay play before even thinking about putting him in my starting lineup. To me, he's just a number three fantasy receiver at best for week one. Spanky, who is your wide receiver bust? I went with the unfortunate A.J. Brown for my bust going up against Arizona. And I know we said it in previous shows that he gets kind of Wednesday off. But if I, and, and this is where I didn't do my research this morning, I think he sat out practice yesterday. And that makes me a little bit nervous. So I put him on the bust list just for this week. Kana, um, sorry to rip on your buddy Galladay, but um, do you have him on any of your teams, by the way? No, wow. I look at him like Odell Beckham. He's he's. Uh, I think they're both past their. I just don't. I don't think Galladay's past his prime. I just think, man, his injuries, uh, and just like you said, everything that you said, I agree with. I, I think he's rusty, and I believe it's going to take time for them to gel as a QB wide receiver mix. Who's your wide receiver bust for Week One? Allen Robinson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Woo, good one. Of Chicago, he's going up against the Rams, who's. Secondary is shut down. Like he will have a tough time because Jalen Ramsey probably will be on him all night long. Darnell Mooney, the second receiver, is hurt. They, his back's hurt. He might not be at one hundred percent, so he's going to have a tough night. I don't. I think he'd have a great season. Tough night though. Probably probably has a chance to be a bust. And finally, our flex position: biggest boom or bust? Um, it could be anybody: running back, wide receiver, quarterback. I have a running back as one of my potential biggest busts in week one. And I know a lot of people are not going to like hearing this, especially if you drafted him very high, and I saw that happen in many leagues. Saquon Barkley from the New York Giants. And again, this is week one, folks. Okay, this is week one. You know, Barkley, is he's not a must-sit guy. It's hard to bench him because, you know, if he's expected to play and you drafted him really high, so you better start him. But I've got Barkley... Uh, that I know in uh, my son's, I think he's got him in a couple of his leagues. 
And uh, there, there, there's better options out there if you have to decide between him. But, you know, the workload is going to be a concern. Giants may ease him into the season, especially with a short turnaround in week two. Um, I hope Barkley comes out and dominates, but to me, he could be a big, 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 big bust in week one. But again, you're probably going to start him. Sorry, I don't know. Both my running backs this week. I just, I think I'm preparing myself to not be let down by these guys. Spake? You're almost overlooking the fact that we haven't brought up that you two knuckleheads are playing each other, so you guys are playing a little cat and mouse here of uh, keeping some inside information. Let the public know you two are playing each other this week. But I agree with what you said. I would be a little – I would be. I would want to wait and see. He's another one of those guys. Wait and see how he's coming back from the injury. My bust this week, uh, because I've seen it on a lot of places that I follow, uh, Jerry Judy, until they get the – I know Teddy's the quarterback in Denver now, but Jerry, uh, Jerry Judy is supposed to be making that step. I kind of want to see it, but for week one, he's my bust. Calna, who do you have as your flex bust? I have Josh Jacobs. Oh, I believe say, yeah. Baltimore. <laughs> I believe Baltimore is going to be playing. They're going to have the lead. Uh, I had Jacobs two years ago. Whenever someone has the lead, especially in the second half, he disappears from the field. Now they got Kenyon Drake, who's a good cat, pass catcher. He's actually a better goal line back statistically, <laughs> career-wise, than Josh Jacobs. So, honestly, I believe Josh Jacobs has a real chance to be a big bust this week. And uh, I think Kenyon Drake, in general, for the year, is going to hurt and put a dent in his fantasy numbers. All right, very good. You know, and Did you look at our matchup, by the way, this morning? Spanky just mentioned that. You, you noticed that I did bench Josh Jacobs for my boy Chase Evans today, right? So what you said right there just didn't affect me at all. I didn't try to affect you. Actually, I don't pay attention. I don't consider you a real competition. <laughs> yeah, you do. Oh. Hey, I'm not going to. Well, here, here's what it is, Spanky. I'm not going to give you the honest to God truth. What he, what he personally called me a couple weeks ago and basically just sent all this praise down on me. I, I, won't, I won't go there, Calvin. How about that? How about you? Quit lying. Okay. <laughs> we, we obviously know. And anyway, uh, hold on one second. So. Chase Edmonds, yeah, I've got in for Josh Jacobs, and I agree. He, Josh Jacobs might be a huge bust this week. Um, You're that, welcome. That is our biggest boom and our biggest bust uh, this week for week one. Now we get to the waiver wire and injury reports. We've mentioned uh, Godwin's name already, the Tampa Bay wide receiver. Don't worry about that, guys. He is starting. He is full go. They said 98%. He's, he's, he's really high. Uh, Eckler running back uh, from the San Diego Superchargers. Uh, he he looks like he's ready to go. And DeAndre Swift, uh, I forgot who it was, either Spanky or Kalina, put him on the bus list maybe, but DeAndre Swift is is active. He's good to go. Uh, don't worry about it right there. Anybody, do, do you guys want to mention any injuries that people need to really worry about? Anybody on your teams you guys are watching and kind of kind of scared about? Spanky? I didn't see Eckler. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't, But I didn't see Eckler uh, get healthy. He got hurt just yesterday. Is he healthy? Did you read somewhere yep. today that yep. he's good? Dr. Morse, again, Fantasy Doctors, came out with a report. He is good to go. Okay. That's inside information there for you, Calna. Again, you're welcome. I appreciate it. Yeah, you are good. Cal, uh, Spanky, anybody you're worried about? Well, I was kind of hoping Eckler would, uh, would not be able to go because I happened to pick up, you know, Mr. Jackson. Uh, I wanted to say I'm sorry, Mr. Jackson, but I want to be able to play him. <laughs> but I think I think it would be great for show purposes for you two to get together this Sunday in the same spot and go a Facebook Live on the Fantasy Football Junkies podcast page, Facebook page, and watch you two 
as you guys play each other this week, and you might have to put some filters on and, and keep it clean, but that's 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 radio, podcast, TV, Facebook Live gold, right? Well, Callan is not allowed out of his house very often, so, I mean, I don't know if he could get time oh. away. I mean, I'm just saying. Um, so, I mean, there's no way that would happen. There's just no way. I would not let Callan around my children either. There's just no way. I don't watch football in front of other people anymore. <laughs> the words that come out of my mouth, it's disturbing to me. If they were recorded and I listened back, I'd probably quit watching football. So it's almost like I'm possessed. All right, hey, let's get to the waiver wire, guys, really quick. And, again, week one's fun. I think week one is really fun because you go and you can look at the uh, players' added list and you can just see uh, where the trends are falling right now. I pulled a couple of waiver wire uh, players uh, maybe see what you guys think about this. Kirk Cousins, the quarterback in Minnesota, um, you know he's being added in a lot of leagues, and Justin Jefferson being there, I think, is the reason why that's happening. Uh, they're obviously a run-first organization with Cook, and uh, losing tight end Irv Smith uh, really, really helped, hurt him. But we could still, I think, see an efficient outing from Cousins, especially in Week One, if you if you need a, a quarterback. So Kirk Cousins this week might be. A good pickup, especially if you're stupid and you got and you drafted Ben Roethlisberger. You guys like that? I actually have him listed. I'm sorry, Calvin. I have him listed, Cousins, uh, as a someone. He's just consistent. Yeah, he isn't going to blow you away. He isn't going to have 40 points probably, but he's, he's somebody that you can rely on to put up a, a consistent, respectable amount of fantasy points week in and week out. Awesome. Uh, running back and on the waiver wire. Look, look at this guy here, Wayne Gallman. Uh, from Atlanta, I, I keep your eyes on him. I would pick him up and stash him uh, if he's not already picked up. Uh, but but you know, Gallman is one of the top waiver pickups outside the immediate handcuffs. Uh, the Falcons' depth chart's very thin at running back right now. Uh, they they picked up three journeymen like Mike Davis. I think Patterson was the other one. Gallman now is one of those as well. But he should jump into that RB two role um, that was you know vacated by Olison. And he could be one of Mike Davis, you know, injury away from from leading this backfield in snaps and opportunities. I, I, I you know, I would pick up Wayne Gallman. Calvin, that's a good point. I think he has a real chance, even if Davis doesn't get hurt and he struggles a little bit. I think he has a chance to be some form of a difference maker. But no one knows what to expect in Atlanta. But yeah, it's a good stash, a good pick and stash. Spanky, uh, any waiver wire pickups you're looking at? Anybody uh, out there right now that you're like, man, I, you know, I, I think you, you mentioned you picked up Eckler's uh, handcuff, right? Yeah, I did. But the one thing that would jump out at me, uh, and I'm pretty confident he's probably already picked up in quite a few leagues, is with the release of, uh, uh, oh, now his name slips to my mind, from New Orleans yesterday. But I would go out to Murray Orleans Jr. Yeah, Murray, correct. So he was released, so... What's that? Tell you? I mean, if Kamara goes down, if you're a Kamara owner, you almost have to right now because what waivers does for week one, you're you're kind of looking for that diamond in the rough or yeah. um, your handcuff if you feel like that guy's going to be able to play if you need to go that deep. But Tony Jones Jr. was one that jumped out at me. Yeah. Um, before I I turn it over to you, Calvin, for your waiver wire pickups, I just had one more. I, I I pretty much just went like quarterback, running back, wide receiver. I just picked one for each position, but. Um, this one here, wide receiver, uh, Elijah Moore from the Jets. And I hate I hate putting a Jets player on anything, man. But, guys, the, the steady drumbeat of positive reports on Elijah Moore 
makes him a rookie receiver that should be owned, I think, in every single league. And 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 two out of my five leagues, uh, he wasn't picked up, and I got him. Uh, quarterback Zach Wilson has reportedly established a great relationship with Corey Davis, but given the state of the team's defense, negative game scripts, also commonplace, I think there's going to be a plenty of garbage time production for this kid who can line up all over the field for New York. So Elijah Moore, New York Jets, Jets, Jets. You guys should uh, check him out. Kalna. I heard a lot about him. I don't own him. Uh, I, I can't disagree with you. My number one guy, and I don't. I know 10-man leagues, he probably isn't. Uh, he is available. Is that Rondale Moore uh, out in Arizona? I think he's been underlooked for just the research I've done on him. I think he's going to be in line possibly for a good 70 receptions this year as a as an underneath kind of guy. He's got the speed. He's got yards after the catch ability. That's a wide receiver for Arizona. Justin Jackson has already been touched on because Eckler's hamstrings are maybe worse than Will Fuller's. And then these are really deep for tight ends. In our league, we don't have to start a tight end, but Chris Herndon signed with the Vikings. So if you're really desperate and you need a tight end, Chris Herndon could possibly be a red zone guy. And then Adam Trotman from the Saints, uh, they thought he was going to be out the first one to three weeks, but they, he got a clean bill of health, and he's ready to go, and he might become one of Jameis Winston's security blankets. Yeah, you know, I, I, I wanted to pick up more from Arizona, but the uh, I don't know who that team is. Who is that team? I don't even want to say their team name on the and give him any love, but he was picked up, and, and I like him a lot. He's only picked up right now in Yahoo Fantasy Football, which is the majority of, of fantasy football uh, leagues. He's only in 22% of teams, all right, Rondale Moore. And I agree with you 100%. They're going to try to shut down Hopkins all day long. Uh, they they love this kid's talent. They love this kid's hands and his speed. I mean, he's only 5'7", though, <laughs> but again... We like the small people, don't we, Spank? <laughs> that's, a, that's a shot right there. Thank you. <laughs> so there is some great information, guys, that we've given you today. Great, great uh, content. And, again, thanks to Eric Pettitigo from uh, Sports Radio uh, 1450, stopping by from Fantasy Football 101. Catch him on Sundays. And to wrap it up, as we do every week, we're going to do this, man. It's the Spank Box. I think I need to give you your own like introduction, like a Spank box, yeah, or something weird like that. I don't know. You just spit all over the place setting that up. I well, somebody had to do it because Colin did a good job of keeping the spit down to a minimum. I appreciate that, Colin. It was a good job. The inhaler worked. <laughs> all right, Spank, give me the spank box. Let's go. Here's the week one spank box, okay? I need everybody to sit down and pay attention. We're all in leagues. Some of us are commissioners of leagues. but We're all in leagues, obviously. Hey, don't be that guy. Pay your league fees. Get your jelly beans to whoever they need to go to. Don't be that guy. Because if the commissioner's got to come looking for you, you want to flare up? Okay, we flare up. You're going to say hello to my little friend. Pay your league fees. Don't be that guy. I know he ain't talking to me, Kellen. I can get him to discuss right now, but we won't. <laughs> You know, I who have actually walking by, looking at me, saying, "What's wrong with this guy?" I mean, I'm my art, the stu- you know, I, and that's the bonus of this is I can put that out there because I got my first paycheck from the Fantasy Football Junkies podcast. I, you were not so supposed to tell Kalna about that. What? 
You were not supposed to tell. Oh. He did not get a paycheck, Kalna. He did I not. I did get a paycheck. That's the only way I could pay my league fees. Oh, That's why God. I felt comfortable about making that spank box today because I got my paycheck. Right. And it said in the memo, <laughs> now you can pay your league fees with this one. So that I wasn't supposed to let that out the box. Nope, you weren't supposed to say anything. Anyway, Kalna, uh, buddy, appreciate you. Appreciate you, Spank. And again, listen, you know who does owe you money? Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network. She still owes you money, doesn't she? Yeah, from a, what, Point Break, wasn't it? Wasn't that a, a Point Break movie thing that we were doing? I don't know what it was, man, but I, she, I, I know she didn't even pay her league fee that year, and, and I had to pay it for her, so... Guys, wonderful job. Week number one. Good luck to all of you out there, and hopefully some of this info will help you win your uh, your games. Uh, Spanky, I want you to, before we sign off here, who's winning between me and Kalna week one in your league? Go. Woo! Looking at that and weighing everything down, I honestly got to say I like Bonzi to pull off the victory. <laughs> Big surprise. <laughs> I think I think Allen is going to go 30-plus points. If we were in the same room, you guys would hold hands. <laughs> Probably. It was on, it was, it's in the paycheck. It so, is. Yeah. That's part of the paycheck. All right, guys, have a good one. We'll see you later. Follow us on the Facebook <laughs> with the Fancy Football Junkies podcast. And uh, leave your questions, comments, opinions. And, and guys, we're, we're out of here, man. Have a good one. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to spank, you know, Calvin. Bye, guys. Oh.